If you are a Braveheart, the next hour is just for you. Welcome to Bravehearts Radio with Brian Reinbold. In this program, you'll learn who the Bravehearts are and connect with them to help change the world. By doing so, you'll be changed for the better. Now, here is your host, Brian Reinbold. And welcome, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. You know, I got a question recently about, uh, well, why do you call it Bravehearts? Um, you know, that Bravehearts are, are the people with the courage and purpose to be of service to others. So it, Bravehearts are not just the guests on the show. Bravehearts are you, the listeners. You know, that, and we know that that's why people turn it, tune into this show. It's because you have the courage. You have the uh, purpose to be of service to others. And, and the mission specialist, well, you know what that means is that I, I believe that we live in the best time in the history of the world, in the best place in the history of the world. And it's great, and it's getting better, and it's exciting to watch it happen, and it's exhilarating to be be part of making it happen, but many people don't see it that way. They don't get to experience it in the same way. So our, our role here as a mission specialist is to, is to help others be empowered from within to also be able to experience that exhilaration of being part of making this happen. Uh, you're tuned in to voiceamerica.com. You can connect with us at braveheartsradio.org. You can find all of the old episodes on uh, on-demand uh, podcasts of the uh, Bravehearts radio show in the show links section. And today we're talking about purposeful leadership. And, you know, why, why purposeful leadership? Because, uh, you know, purpose is that internal fuel that causes us to be motivated. And what that means for you as the listener is it's a more satisfying life, a life of service and ultimately happiness. And so our guests today are Patricia and Craig Neal. They're the founders of the Center for Purposeful Leadership the authors of The Art of Convening, and hosts of the Essential Conversation on Monday mornings at 8 a.m. Central Time. And, you know, that's where we originally met, and it's because of an introduction from our friend Roger Dieterle. And so I have, a lot of times on the show, I have to take it back to how Roger made the connection. So thanks again, Roger, for connecting me with uh, Patricia and Craig. And welcome to the show, Patricia Neal and Craig Neal. Hi. Thank you. Great to be here. Well, the uh, Center for Purposeful Leadership, uh, you can connect with centerforpurposefulleadership.com and uh, find out more about uh, the work that uh, Patricia and Craig are doing. You, you recently celebrated a 25th anniversary, is that correct? 26 now, 26, 26 years doing, doing, doing this uh, outstanding work. Um, how, how did you uh, how did you get started? What was the uh, what was the motivation, the impetus for this? Take it, Craig. Well, we started in 1996 uh, when I left a career in magazine publishing, and Patricia left a career in uh, education, and uh, we decided to start uh, a business uh, that would be a resource and provide opportunities for leaders to navigate change and transformation in their lives and in their organizations. It was that simple. Mm -hmm. And we started doing conferences. We did a conference called the inner life of business and another one uh, called a passion for life, revisiting, revisioning how we live, heal and die. Mm. 
And then we started doing um, the thought leader gatherings in 1998, uh, mm -hmm. bringing together leaders in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and uh, actually Twin Cities and the Bay Area of California mm -hmm. to dialogue around the compelling issues that face them in their life and work and how they could um, transform their lives and their organizations. And it was a deep dive uh, dialogue group of leaders from all walks of industry and life. And it was fantastic. You know, we had um, corporate folks. We had people from organized religion, government, uh, military, mm -hmm. artists, poets. Um, academia. Academia. It was just uh, yeah. a thrilling 18-year run. Um, and, and Brian, if you can believe it, way back then, the, the main theme or the opening theme was navigating whitewater in these transformational <laughs> times. Right. Because yeah. everyone thought coming up to the millennium, right, that we were facing the greatest whitewater we had ever faced and that life was, was uh, a tumult. And, and actually the biggest remembrance I have was sitting in meetings in, say, 1999 or 2000, uh -huh. and people saying, oh, life will <laughs> never, there's not a normal anymore, is mm. there? Yeah. And, and you know, the, I, I started working at a time when people started in the same place, and they would spend their entire careers in the same place or they're the same industry, or the same factory line, or the same whatever. You know, you, you started somewhere at 20, 22, and you retired. Mm -hmm. And I think this was the third round of re-engineering with General Electric and with Honeywell had just been sold and IBM had uh, restructured and people were going, holy moly. What is going to be the what? What can I depend on? So it's like uh, whitewater rafting. Mm -hmm. You know, people would say, you know, how could it get more intense? How could it? Yeah. How, <laughs> this is in the late nineties. Yeah. Little did we know, right? Yeah. Yeah. So these There's, these gatherings, we ran them every month for eighteen mm -hmm. years. Wow. And we brought together about four thousand leaders over that period of time. And we learned a whole lot about how to bring people together, how to create an atmosphere of mutual trust and respect so that people could really talk about the things that had meaning and purpose to them. Mm -hmm. Right. And these were all in, per uh, in person, of course. Yeah. Um, and, and to, get to the, get to the essence of the realization that leadership is always an inside game. Yep. Yeah. You always start with, the, with who you are as a leader to know how it is that you're going to lead. Yeah. And I bet you've got some questions. Well, you know, it, 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 uh, the, the first thing that comes to mind is, is I, I've, I've often said, um, you know, if you're going to be a leader, you have to figure out where you're going first. Because if you don't know where you're going, nobody's going to follow you, right? Right. <laughs> and so that's what you mentioned, the inside job. You know, that's, uh, that's exactly right, isn't it? And that was one of our, you know, one of our early members in this uh, program, Thought Leader Gatherings. Uh, he was speaking to welcome the group, and mm -hmm. 
And he said, you know, I've just come to realize it's an inside game. It's an inside job. So we always thought about work, that our work was at the intersection of personal development and leadership development. That, as you just said, Brian, you can't lead if you don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so we always wanted to create the conditions for people that, to either um, discover for the first time what were their non-negotiable values. That's mm-hmm. some, one of the things we really uh, love to talk about is what, what is it, are, what are you known for? Yeah. yeah. What do people know they can count on you for? You know, and values are a gateway to purpose. Right. So when you get clear about values, and what we found was that values were really the, uh, the gateway, as we said. And a lot of people speak of spirituality. Right. Um, but really, values get people in touch with what your core purpose is, as Patricia said. And then when you share your purpose, what we found in these groups is that when people were sharing with one another, mm-hmm. and we sit in circle, mm-hmm. and when they'd share with one another, they realized that they were sharing their purpose. And when you share your purpose, what we found out was this whole notion of convening, right? So what was convening? It was really about how you share your purpose as a purposeful leader. That's kind of how we got to where we are now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the the art of convenient. How how long ago did uh, did you uh, did you do the book? Two thousand eleven. It came out. Okay. But it so took you... us seven years to write it because um, we wrote it collaboratively. Yeah. Uh, Patricia and I were the main authors, of mm-hmm. course, but uh, we did many many art of convening trainings, which were kind of the skunk works. You know, it's kind of like we listened and we developed slowly over a period of time a methodology. And um, the methodology became what we call the convening wheel, which is a nine-step process Mm -hmm. for creating a transformative meeting, gathering, or conversation. Well, you know, I've uh, uh, just a a heads up to the audience. I I have... uh, recently taken the art of convening course yes. and uh and I, I i thoroughly enjoyed spending the time with with the two of you and uh you know we i spent quite a bit of time with you on, on zoom calls for other things uh, over the course of uh, the spring and summer this year um and we enjoyed you too I, you know, I, I, I have i have a great humor and, <laughs> and light. light yeah I think I have a funny way of looking at things, and uh, sometimes I call that perspective power. But <laughs> well, you, you are know. a mission specialist, that's for sure. That's right. Well, the mission specialist, you know, that I, I, I came to realize that I've been doing this my whole life. Uh, this morning at, and, uh, on the uh, essential conversation call this morning, uh, Monday morning, the 21st, uh, we, we had a, a, a marvelous breakout group. And uh, we talked about what is the what is the gift for this year, and what was the, your key learning? And I, my first thought was going back to last week at the Art of Convening training uh, th- that you hosted, and I thought we had the same question, and it and the answer for me is the same. the 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 key learning is the gift, and I think my dad would be proud because uh, he was a teacher. Wow. And uh, something I remember he said a lot was, if you learned something today, it was a good day. 
um, I, it was a very kind way of acknowledging me that, that I made a mistake. <laughs> exactly. And that if, if you're not learning, right. you're, you're probably not alive, right? <laughs> Yeah, the idea that uh, uh, you know the somebody that never makes any mistakes, you know, they they wouldn't develop any common sense. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's kind of where that yeah. comes from. And um, compassion, right? What, I'm sorry. And compassion. Yeah. Uh, you know, you make mistakes, you you get some compassion. Yeah. Well, and 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 uh, you know, I suppose that that idea of the leadership coming from within, the inside job, compassion for ourselves is so important too. Right. And um, uh, is that something that you've, uh, that you've uh, 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 shared some experience over the years? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of well, all, we, you know, we give it a good go, you know, I mean, yeah. not, we're not always great at being compassionate with ourselves. You know, sometimes we're better with other folks yeah. and, and, you know, it's it's one of the great leadership qualities is mm-hmm. compassion, mm-hmm. empathy. Mm-hmm. You know, really being able to step inside somebody else's shoes and mm-hmm. and just experience what they're going through. And you know, those are some great lessons. Your dad would probably have a lot to say about that. Yeah, mom too. You know, um, both my parents were teachers, and you know, uh, mom, mom was a was a teacher in a one room school in Glendive, Montana. She had she had uh, all eight grades, and uh, she was a teacher even though well, she went to college, but she never went to high school. <laughs> right, you could do that back then, I suppose. Right, you know, it's so a norm, a, what was called a normal school. Yeah, to yeah. learn how to teach. Yeah. 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 Well, it's, uh, you know, and one of the things I've found is that time really flies when you're having fun. And uh, it's always fun to talk with uh, with you, Patricia, and, and you, Craig. Uh, we're coming up to a break. Uh, when we come back from the break, I'd, I'd like to get uh, uh, get uh, moved from the, you know, the, the past and the, the history of uh, a Center for Purposeful Leadership into what you're doing uh, now and and how this year was a was a, was an interesting year. Yeah. Um, so stick with us. Uh, we will be back with uh, Patricia and Craig Neal on Bravehearts Radio on the other side of sixty seconds. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist 
at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Bravehearts, and you know who you are. You're the ones with the courage and purpose to be of service to others. Bravehearts Radio on uh, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Um, you can connect with us at BraveheartsForKids.org, and uh, you'll find a, a place on Bravehearts for Kids uh, to donate now if you like the work that we're doing and would like to con- help us continue to do this. Uh, we're also doing our mission-building coaching and retreats on Zoom video. So for a free consultation, contact me at missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Uh, today we're talking about purposeful leadership because um, you know, purpose is that internal fuel that causes us to be motivated and motivation uh, toward a more satisfying life and a life of service and ultimately happiness. My guests are Patricia and Craig Neal, the founders of the Center for Purposeful Leadership, authors of The Art of Convening and hosts of The Essential Conversation Monday mornings. I mean, there's quite a lot that you do besides all of this yet, uh, but uh, I could spend the whole hour just on your introduction. Yeah, Uh, that's a mouthful. Uh, so we, we met, uh, I mentioned Roger Dieterle uh, uh, connected me with uh, uh, Patricia for uh, uh, some training on Zoom. And the, the very first Zoom meeting I ever did was uh, to record a session of the uh, Brave Hearts radio program with Aaron Beverly earlier this year. And Aaron's from Philadelphia and the uh, Toastmasters International World Champion of Public Speaking in 2019. And he does, uh, does some work on, on how introverts can be more effective in the workplace uh, through communication skills. And it's kind of interesting that the world champion of public speaking is an introvert. Um, how how has this, so that was my very first Zoom uh, experience, and I thought I got to learn how to do this. So when Roger suggested I connect with Patricia, I did that, and I I went through your your course twice, maybe or or was it yeah, or was yeah. it th- it wasn't three times? Sometimes I do things three times. Just I've been through it fifty <laughs> times, right? Yeah, well. <laughs> right. And that was an excellent course. And you can you can find out about uh, about that. You're doing that uh, still for people too, right? Uh, that's on centerforpurposefulleadership.com. Uh, lots of great opportunities uh, for, for learning, for leadership to become um, uh, excellent and outstanding. Uh, even if you're good at something, it, it, uh, it, it, it really helps to understand why you're good at it. And that was one of the great benefits of, of doing the training with you. What a great noticing. That's really. And so I'm a co-founder of a program called Whole Person Leadership for Women. And we do annual cohorts. We're starting one in February. Mm-hmm. Women from all over the country. And this year we might have somebody, some people from China and possibly the U.K., um, so we're expanding our borders. 
But um, one of the graduates recently said that the, to her, the value of the program wasn't, uh, you know, it's not one of those programs that tears you down to build you back up, mm. which has value, but that it, that all, of, and this is true for all of our programs, that it's to, for you to discover the light of yourself, the, mm. the values of yourself, the, your contribution, and then amplify it. Mm-hmm. And it gets amplified by, uh, by being in community with others in a mm-hmm. meaningful, uh, in a meaningful relationship. And, and, you know, you might ask, well, how can that happen virtually? How, you know, you're, you're, you're just getting to know each other uh, on this screen and the screen is so one dimensional, or even if it's three, you know, 2d, it's still not like being in person. And, um, I'll, and, and, I was just talking to one of the people registering for 2021 and she said, well, you know, we, we're not going to be together. How can it be? How can you really develop connection with people in a virtual setting? And so I talked to her about the intent and the intention of creating relationships. And I'd like you to talk about the Arctic and Beaning and how, how you discovered this technology, if you will, because originally in 2004, it was just the telephone. Yeah. 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 So you asked us what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back in 2004, when we mentioned the thought leader gatherings earlier, what we found was that we wanted to deconstruct what a transformational meeting would look like. And that's how we came up with the, the convening wheel. And... And the yeah, art of convening. And the art of convening. And, and what we realized this year is that when people engage in heartful conversations, they get energy. They get, uh, they, their lives are lifted. Um, their purpose is surfaced. I mean, we spend, like a lot of people, five to eight hours a day on Zoom. I mean, we mm-hmm. do, Literally. And so at the end of the day, in most days, I am not fatigued. I am not tired. There might be a the day ended, but it's not. Because what we're doing is we're entering into heartful conversations, Mm -hmm. conversations that have meaning, that have Mm -hmm. purpose, that engage people at a level. and, And Lord knows right now, nine months of this pandemic you know, people inside, people worried about their jobs, about their getting sick, mm-hmm. about their families, mm-hmm. and just yearning to have conversations that really matter. And so, you know, that's really at the heart of it. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and so when we deconstructed what a transformational meeting would be like, you know, we found out that, you know, it's about purpose. It's about intent. It's about how do you invite people in in a genuine way. It's how do you create an environment, um, whether then, you're in person or online, you know, that, that invites people in that has uh, this sense of mutual trust and respect. Mm-hmm. But also there's the piece of that we knew uh, that all voices weren't being heard. Right. It was often the extroverts that right. would get the airtime and yeah. for women actually it was often the men that would get the airtime no. and, so, and so we were figuring, we wanted to figure out yeah. if 
if one of our principles had become that all voices matter, mm-hmm. and then how do you build, how do you, what's the recipe for uh, creating the conditions where people have the opportunity to sit with themselves, discover their values, discover that they have a voice and that their voice matters. And then if they're going to talk, what is it that they want to say? What is it they have to say? Knowing that I know that you know this, Brian, it's a privilege to have a voice. Mm -hmm. It's a privilege to be able to do things like you and we do. And so, you know, there's, so how do, how do you make that time worth somebody's life? Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. in meetings all day long. If right. you're having to be responsible for other people, how do you make it worth somebody's uh, somebody's life? You know, part of it is giving people a technology or a structure along with the relation. So it's really a both end. It's about a structure and relationships. So that's why we call it the structure of belonging or the technology of relationships. You know, relationships are, are usually seen as being soft, right? Mm-hmm. Of being emotional, of being, and then structure. And not quantifiable. Yeah, not quantifiable. And, and, and structure is hard. It's analytical. So you combine the two and you give people an opportunity to replicate. And that's a big part of what we do is how do you replicate this sense of belonging? How do you replicate a sense of, of really having a conversation that matters and has purpose? But you asked us about what we're, what's coming. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. uh, we started actually in uh, late 95, which is why we're starting our 26th year mm-hmm. in, in, uh, now in 2021. And the theme of today was what have we, all, what have we been dreaming about? Yeah. What are our dreams for 2021? And after 26 years, we have more dreams than ever. So, people, dreams don't dry up. Dreams that dreams just keep coming. We still have ideas and aspirations and uh, lots of things to share. When we, uh, I know we're getting ready to take a break, but yeah, there, there, you know, dreams. Keep coming. It's it's. There's a lot to come. You know, and, uh, in uh, I guess coming up on two years ago now, I met uh, a fellow in uh, Indianapolis. Paul Tasner was doing a, um, a TED talk, and uh, he had, he was from the Bay Area, San Francisco, but he was starting a, a recyclable products uh, business. And and I I told him afterwards. I met him, and I said I said you're the, you're the most inspirational. TED talk I've ever seen. And, uh, and he, he's, well, why is that? And I said, well, because he's, he, I think he's 74 years old at the time. And he, he said, um, I, I said, because you, you showed me that age or youthfulness is not a number. It's a state of having passion for ideals. Right. And so I, I thought that's a good story. I'm going to stick with that. <laughs> it is a good story, yeah. and it's that's why I, you know it's 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 a it's a youthful group. Yeah, uh, you know it's, it's a lot of people experienced from the '60s, but still some, but really young at heart group of people that yeah. uh, that you get to hang with, and uh, and you're the leaders of the of the you know of the of of this group. It's it's you, know, young, you mentioned young at heart when you have heartful conversations. 
it's where it's a gateway to you know a lot of things it's a it's a gateway to staying young it's a gateway to compassion and empathy all of that stuff gives you energy yeah so we'll talk about aspiration after the break aspiration yeah yeah uh and uh we are taking a break we'll be back uh with uh, patricia and craig neal the founders of the center for purposeful leadership we'll talk about the aspirations for the future uh when we come back on Bravehearts radio we'll see you on the other side of 60 seconds Voice America is available on your Google connected device. Okay, Google, play Turning Hard Times into Good Times podcast on iHeartRadio. Try it today. Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also email Brian. His email is mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. Uh, connect with us at braveheartsforkids.org or braveheartsradio.org if you'd like some information about uh, our new mission building coaching and retreats on Zoom video, uh, mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org. You know, coming into the third segment, I always have a little uh, tip of the hat to the National Day Calendar, nationaldaycalendar.com, one of the great sponsors of the Brave Hearts for Kids Pediatric Cancer Charity. Um, to, well, today, today uh, on the National Day calendar, there are 11 national days, you know, in, including Winter Begins. Um, and uh, well, one of them is called Homeless Persons Remembrance Day. And I thought I'd, uh, I'd specifically mention that because uh, the Chicago Help Initiative, uh, chicagohelpinitiative.org, has been a terrific guest on the, on the show. And I know they're always looking for help with putting the meals together for the homeless people in Chicago. And also, right now, uh, some new clothes would be nice, uh, mittens, uh, coats, caps, scarves, things like that. 
Uh, and uh, you can find uh, where to help there at chicagohelpinitiative.org. And then check out the, uh, the documentary, I Have a Name, that is uh, at inmybrotherssshoes.org. I Have a Name, the documentary by Lucia Morrow uh, about the homeless. And uh, you know what? Uh, I have a name that uh, that kind of kind of uh, tells the story. Um, uh, Vatican Film Festival Award winner, uh, grand prize that uh, that one. So, uh, as my guest today, Patricia and Craig Neal from the Center for Purposeful Leadership, we're talking about purposeful leadership because uh, that's uh, that's what you know what that's what life's about, isn't it? Yeah, it sure is. Yeah, life's about continually discovering so we left uh just before the break talking about aspiration that Mm -hmm. um, life is about continually discovering what gets you up in the morning yeah and if it's you know there are a lot of reasons to get up in the morning you might have someone to care for Mm -hmm. Uh, you might have a child that needs to get up and have breakfast you might have to get up to go to your work to have to pay the mortgage or pay the rent there are a lot of reasons to get up in the morning, but but uh, and we would suggest that if you've got a reason to get up beyond just the to-dos and the tasks list, if you've got something that gives you some purpose and meaning in your mm-hmm. day, uh, that if you have something to aspire to, and you know, to me, uh, a leader. A lot of people don't think of themselves as leader. But long ago, Craig, via our friend Margaret Wheatley, uh, she developed a definition of leadership, which is? And a leader who is anyone who wants to step up to make a difference in anyone's life. Yep. So it's anyone who really just wants to step up. It doesn't matter, you know, what you've got on your your nameplate. It doesn't matter what station in life you have. What title. It matters whether you want to step up. Yeah. And make a difference. And that's an aspiration. So mm-hmm. leadership is aspirational. Make, having the wherewithal to know that and, and to claim it in some way. It's not egoic to say I'm making a difference in someone's life. It's a privilege to make a difference in someone's yeah. life. Yeah. To pay it forward to, uh, to, you know, to say I can, I can do this. I can smile at the person at the checkout counter today. Yep. Yep. I can deliver groceries for someone that's housebound. I can make my, my, my uh, kid's life better today mm-hmm. in some way. So, I, I, uh, yeah, before, yeah, I, go ahead. I, I, have this, I have a saying that uh, you, you hear a lot, um, doing good anywhere does good everywhere. And I, I use the example, pick up a cigarette butt. You made the world a better place. <laughs> yes. For sure. Yes. <laughs> Just, For sure. Just that little bit. Yeah. yeah. We have a great story of uh, our work. Of people love stories. And the story goes like this. We live in Minneapolis, and I think everybody knows what happened here on Memorial Day with the murder of George Floyd. Mm-hmm. And our city went immediately into um, kind of a panic, really. And a I lockdown mean, of sorts. Lockdown, riots, burning. I mean, people... Mm-hmm. Very few people don't know what happened, but living here and living two miles from where it was all happening, uh, we were called in by uh, two of the um, city council members, Mm -hmm. and they asked us to convene 
on Zoom these community gatherings. Mm -hmm. And uh, the first one was the second or third day of the riots. And we had two hours to get the word out. I mean, literally, the city council person put the word out. We're going to have a community gathering on Zoom. Come learn everything yeah. that I know about how well, to care for yourself and, and the people that you care for. So we had 300 people on the call with two hours wow. notice. And what we found out was how people can step up mm-hmm. and listen and be compassionate and frightened, I mean, really frightened about, you know, what was going on in their, in our city. You know, our city's known as being a pretty neat, you know, Minnesota nice city, and, and it wasn't at that time. Mm-hmm. And so I think the story and the reason I wanted to share it is because it came in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. It came mm-hmm. at the beginning of it. It was pretty serious at that time. And it was chaos. And yet, what we noticed was that people were showing up. People Mm -hmm. wanted to just be heard. They wanted to be heard. They wanted to be able to speak from the heart about things that really mattered for them. They wanted to know if they were going to be safe, whether their neighbors would be safe. And then they wanted to know how to contribute. And how to, right. You know, block uh, neighborhood uh, things came out of it, all sorts of things, you know, food drives. I mean, it's still happening in the city yeah. and in other cities around the country. So yeah. how do we engage people? It's not just about doing it inside organizations. It's about how do we engage people anywhere? Mm-hmm. And now we've got this incredible source of video platforms like Zoom, like all sorts of things where we can do that and bring the world closer together. Yeah. Yeah, you know that uh, you you may have heard me use the uh, analogy um, the the tail side of the pandemic coin. Mm, no, and, and, no. And you, you think of you, you think of um, uh, uh, if 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 it, we we often will say will ask the question what if it were possible well what if it were possible to do this and that well you know what if it were possible for a coin to be heads and tails well it always is you know but uh, there so there's there's something that uh, you know we look at one side of it and there's on the other side there's something miraculous and magical that has happened this year the way people have connected yes and when, when I say we live in the best times and it's getting better and it's getting better fast and it's exciting, and it's like, this is why. This is, I'm, I'm not just puffing smoke here. I'm, you know, this is, uh, this, is, this is, I really see this as like, this is, this is pretty cool. It's happening. We're yeah. part of it. Yes. Yes. You and are and we are. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's how do that, we reach out to one another? You know, how do we, how do we engage one another? I mean, that's, that's the, you know, create opportunities for us to, mm-hmm. to be able to speak from a place that's really, ha- you know, is from our hearts. I mean, that's a lot of what it is. Yeah. So 2021. Yeah. Um, so 2020 was actually very good, a, a good year for us in terms of our work. We were ready to go being in a virtual setting Mm -hmm. and um and what for 2021 uh, as you heard this morning brian we've hired a new vice president and we have a a group of 
of trained conveners, people Mm -hmm. that have trained in the art of convening Mm -hmm. and have gone through a year-long program to six to 12 months of of, uh, developing their skills, but also to be able to uh, deliver programs. Um, and, And so we're building out. And also, back a couple of years ago, I co-founded the Convening Institute, which you've been a part of, mm-hmm. and we list Brave, list Brave Heart Radio on there. And That's the right. Event calendar. And, um, uh, and so that we, we've created and will continue to create spaces where people are gathering. And then the third place that we're, where we're also gathering is a wonderful conversation and community platform called Sutra. Mm-hmm. So our trainings are there. Our, some of our conversations are there. There's so much coming online in mm-hmm. 2021. The, it's like the year of 2020 was meant to accelerate the way the globe could connect and care about one another. Mm-hmm. And so 2021 holds a lot of promise. Our Book is being published in China as we speak, and uh, we've just finished our first Chinese training cohort and have a lot of plans for 2021 there and Australia and India and Europe and the UK, um, Denmark. Our book was published in Denmark a number of years ago, so wow. we've, got, uh, we've got quite a, a lot of opportunity to be part of what's developing and the, not only the new apps and the new technologies, but also the new ways of gathering and being together in essential conversation. Mm-hmm. So there's actually so much to look forward to in 2021. There really is. Wow. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I got the, uh, uh, the announcement on the, the, uh, uh, the new leadership uh, with the uh, uh, Center for Pur- Purposeful Leadership going forward. It's an exciting time. Yeah. You know, it, it, yeah. it really is. I, I think of things in terms of, you know, and planning in terms of, um, well, you know, there's after, after the show, I'm going to do this. And then uh, tomorrow I've got this. And well, next, you know, the, you know, next year and then, you know, the next decade. And by the time I'm 120, what do I want to have done? But what is there that be, it's beyond that uh, 2080 timeframe, you know, that, uh, that legacy timeframe. And it's not, I, I had been meaning to talk with you about that. It's like, you know, what, what, uh, what, have you, what have you got in mind for that? It sounds like you've got some really good ideas. Well, that's, yes. So I just wanted to actually just take one step back and just say that uh, one of my role models was this woman named Barbara Marks Hubbard. She was in California and she was a futurist. And she came and spoke at one of our gatherings in 2005. And let's see, in 2005, 15 years ago, she just passed away. Uh, I think she was, was she 95 when she passed? Yeah. Something like 90. Yeah. Yeah. So she came to speak to us when she was somewhere in her late 70s or 80s, starting a whole new revolution of conversation and action and transformation. So here she was, this, just this amazing woman, and, um, and, and she came to speak to us to launch her next life at 80. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I want to be like her. That's really, that's who I want. That's who I see. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Life and generativity. And so 
um, that's some of what will get expressed in 2021. I think that there's some Which, fresh... Wasn't she the one who spoke of uh, vocational arousal? A vocational arousal. <laughs> that's right. That's what she was talking about, about how... It was how great. It was. This was to a group of business people in the Bay Area, and she's talking vocational arousal. Yeah. She's lady, and she's gorgeous, and and just so full of life. And I thought... That's that's my one of my aspirations is to be like Barbara. So I think about that. I want to be like Barbara. I want to be like the people who bring joy and and uh, vitality to all of those around them. I mean, what a gift to be able to do that, right? You, you just that's reminded me of something. <laughs> you just reminded me of something. You know, people well, they they'll still ask me, Brian. What do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I'm not old. I, I don't know yet. I, well, my, my answer has always been old. Uh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I think our legacy is um, to be really present, to be really present mm. to what needs, hap- what needs our service right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we can just stay present to what is needed and wanted, in the moment. I mean, that's yeah. kind of what drives us anyway. Yeah. You know, I mean, we look around, you know, we, we see, okay, well, how can we be of service? How can we help out? What is it that's calling us right now? I mean, mm-hmm. that, that's where the purpose piece comes in. And if we're just aware of that and open to that, and, um, you know, that to me is, that's our legacy. Yeah. I mean, that's, and then create things around that and bring people in. Um, so, And, you know, we haven't always been this upbeat or happy. Or, we have our moments. We have our sure. moments. 40 years of marriage. Yeah. 26 years of business. We've had oh. our moments. We've had some real challenges. Sure. Some, some deep, dark nights of the soul in yeah. terms of family or friends. Um, yeah. And, um, and. So it, so it's not all easy. Yeah. No. But well, that's supposed to be easy, is it? Yeah, it's yeah. So, right. <laughs> right. And it's not that life's supposed to be hard either. Yeah. But there's a reason to get up in the morning. Yeah. Well, there's there's this this idea of um, you know I, I talk about wants versus should sometimes and and you know if you have if you're doing what you want to do you don't really need to set the alarm or even have a to do list you just kind of go uh, it's the shoulds that we procrastinate it's like well I know I should do that maybe it'll go away you know <laughs> that kind of thing so yeah you know when when you said the legacy Craig uh, you mentioned. Uh, being present, and I thought that is that is that is such a uh, a profound way of looking at it. Is that I'm I'm thinking, you know, the it, everything reminds me of some. This reminds me of that uh, Freddie Mercury song, you know, who wants to live forever? Uh, who wants to live forever? Forever is ours today. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, and um, yeah, Freddie Mercury. Yeah. yeah, from Queen. Yeah, yeah. 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 Would you so, say that again? Who wants to live forever? Uh, who wants to live forever, and we can have forever. Uh, forever is ours today. Yeah, I think that. I think that's. I think that's how that goes. But um, 
uh, we went to the we went to the movie, the Bohemian Rhapsody movie, uh, coming up on two years ago now. My my goodness, you know. And then we started putting uh, the uh, Best of Queen on YouTube. <laughs> it's like that's some good stuff, man. I always I always enjoyed uh, that band because they had such a variety. You know, it's like I I know who that is, but it's like they sound different from the last song they did. You know, so. <laughs> Yeah. So with Braveheart, uh-huh. how do you pick the people that you want to have on your show? What what's the criteria? I'm curious. Well, the the, uh, the a Braveheart is is a person with the courage and purpose to be of service to others. Yeah. And those who I like that definition of leadership. Yeah. That's what I was thinking when you said it's 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 it, you know it's like it could be leadership radio you know but it's um uh, Braveheart. Yeah, brave Braveheart. So Braveheart the, the Braveheart idea came around because I did a a, a workshop for a board of directors of Bravehearts for kids called I call the idea hierarchy. So we you know, we start out with a premise that every you know it's it's like your um um. Uh, my my favorite part of the uh, principles of conversation, the idea of uh, presuming positive intent. And we, we say that in an idea hierarchy, every well-intentioned idea is a good idea. So we did a, 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 a brainstorming session, uh, three hours and seven people generated 900 good ideas. And by the end of the second day, we had that work down to three that we decided to move up the pyramid into great ideas. And those were to uh, develop Spotlight Hope, which is a mobile app uh, to help families find resources. Uh, SpotlightHope.org. It's part of Brave Hearts for Kids. And uh, it's it's something for the Apple or the smartphone or people that uh, wherever they are, they can use Spotlight Hope to find resources that will help them wow. when their child has cancer. And uh, uh, so there's uh, that was the first one. The second one is uh, our friends at National Day Calendar uh, gave us April 28th as National Bravehearts Day. So we thought, let's make something out of National Bravehearts Day. And um, uh, this year we had planned on being at the uh, Association of Pediatric Oncology Social Workers Convention in uh, New York City at the end of April. Uh, it got canceled. So the pediatric oncology social workers are our interface with families to uh, get the family's information about Spotlight Hope. And, uh, and then when, when we thought National Bravehearts Day, we thought it's not National Bravehearts for Kids Day. Maybe we could expand the concept of what is a Braveheart. So we thought, thought about that and we decided, yeah, Braveheart, that's anyone with the purpose and courage to be of service to others. So I thought, you know, I think what could work is um, – Doing good anywhere does good everywhere. We could lift up other organizations. Doesn't hurt ours. It just makes the world better. That helps us. Mm-hmm. So th- that's the philosophy that we have. And um, bigger. yeah. And so, um, uh, you know, you've connected me with people uh, like Don Samuels from, from the uh, uh, from the morning conversation, and we had a um, we Don and I had a had a, a a Zoom call before we had our our um, uh, Monday radio program. Great. And we were on for about two hours, and we just—I mean, we, we we covered things that uh, we just couldn't have imagined that we were going to get into, you know. So, uh, uh, got I got to get back with him. He was—he was a great One guest and fun guy to talk with. In uh, Minnesota, yeah. Um, as you know, he was a city council member. Yeah. And, the uh, school board and one of the leaders in North Minneapolis is where a lot of things were happening during um, 
the riots and the yeah. burning, and he and his wife started the prayer tents. Yeah. So yeah, yeah we did. We, his his show was titled the the heart of healing. Mm. Great. And, uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, so he's. Uh, it was. I mean, there 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 are connections that are there. Are too, there are too many connections to completely go through all the connections that we have. I know. I mean, isn't that the good news? You've got an an endless list of people to interview. It's exhilarating to be part of making it happen. Hey, so that yeah, so that that's that's part of it. We we have. Uh, we we have an an ability to connect with people like we never have. Yeah. We presume positive intent. We we right. we know that when we're when we reach out to someone that 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 I, I can expect the best from them. Yeah. And and you know what? Um, or you burned, invite, you invite the you, best. Usually, usually usually get the best. Mm-hmm. And. Um, uh, you, you know, you expect the best. Uh, you usually uh, get, you know, we get what we what we expect, yep. and um, that's such is the way of the world and the way of life. So, what 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 have we learned today? What have we created? And uh, what what commitments do we have going forward? We only have about two minutes left. <laughs> well, I was just thinking that yes, you expect for the best, but Brian, you also design for the best. And what I mean by that is, and that somebody has one takeaway, is that that the three of us have something in common, and that's that we know how to set the conditions for people to show up how they really want to show up. And it's an invitation, but it's also you, you've designed for it, as we do as well. And that's, that's intention, and that's thoughtfulness. So... Um, it's not just magic that makes things happen. It's that we're all we're we've learned how to be intentional about how to bring invite people into their best selves, and so that's what I would encourage with people going forward. That's good stuff. Center for Purposeful Leadership dot com. Uh, you can check out uh, the uh, the work of uh, Craig and Patricia Neal uh, at uh, the Center for Purposeful Leadership dot com. It's been a terrific um, uh, afternoon having you on the show. Thanks so much, and thanks to the Bravehearts for tuning in. Tune in with us every. A Monday, what day of the week is it? It's every Monday at 3 p.m. Central Time. And uh, next week, we'll be having a year-end wrap-up on the, on the, for the last episode of the year. And remember that doing good anywhere does good everywhere. And we'll see you next week. Until then, be well and stay well. Thanks again for joining us this week for Brave Hearts Radio. Be sure to tune in for another edition featuring your host, Brian Reinbold. The show can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next time. 